0: I should have had that fucking record done. She was gone for five days. I should have had that fucking record done.
1: Yeah, you're not going to get them days back. Nah,
0: bro. That's very rare. But now I got to put myself in, you know, I got to lock down. Yeah, I got to lock down and do it. Because I really just got to do a couple transitional things. And, you know, and then I I do want to send it off to get it mixed and done. But I want to get a good mix of it, you know, kind of idea of what I want it to sound like.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm not trying to really mix none of my future records. Yeah. Like, I just decided this year, like, you know what? If I can get a, a another record mix for a reasonable price, mm-hmm. I'd rather do that because I've noticed that, like, the mixing stuff makes me take way longer. Yeah. Like, I won't call a song finished if I'm mixing it until way late in the mm-hmm. process. Like, oh, it comes out next month? Let me just finish it now. Right. And then I'll get because I got to get it maxed and I got to get it maxed because I got to get the vinyl. And it's like, okay. 90 days is latest mm-hmm. was typically the song was probably done a year prior to that yeah i could have been had it mixed yeah. and been signed off on it like, oh yeah
0: Gensu's mixed like your last few records right he's just done mastering okay
1: we've me and him have talked about letting him mix something so i want to try to let him mix something in the future okay. i haven't tried it yet but so uh, he's just done the mastering. just mastering but yeah he kills on the mastering yeah yeah because yeah, uh, the, the new record sounds good yeah that's one where i was like I made a, a conscious effort on that one. I wanted that shit to bang, so I kind of beefed up the bass on that shit to make that shit sound kind of fatter than, uh-huh. than usual. But uh I'm happy with, with the mixes on that one. there's maybe one I'm not happy with, but it's like, yeah you know what? At what point, you know? Yeah,
0: because <sighs> that's this is gonna be a good one to talk about. Because as artists, we're never really fucking. We'll never be done <laughs> if it's up to us.
1: Yeah, if you don't give us a deadline, there's no <laughs> fucking
0: way. <laughs> No fucking way, we don't give ourselves a deadline. No. No fucking way. That
1: shit is fucked up, man. And and yeah, I've had those periods (sighs) where, and I've realized whenever I've given myself a deadline and I say, okay, I'm going to do this in a week or a weekend or whatever, I get, I'm more happy with the work than when I sit around and analyze it. Mm. You know, and, and what's crazy is I noticed that the feedback from my fans is more. It's different, it's stronger. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they can tell the energy that I put into something wasn't all intellectualized and well yeah. thought out. You just understand? have fun doing it. Just have fun, like they can feel that. And, but when I sit around and I'm plotting and planning, and, oh dog, yeah, I'm gonna really freak it. Let me just study this technique right here and I'm gonna go put it on this song and this was too, too hard measuring and ooh, it's gonna be crazy, it's gonna blow their minds cause no one's up, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. People don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like the talk me
0: and you had about just beats being simple. You know, yes. the simplicity of production. <laughs> and um i'm just lately yeah dog like i'll find if i find a loop yeah most of the time i ain't even been adding drums on shit i just been like yo this shit right i found this uh i can shit yeah. yeah oh shit dog I, I man listen if it hits
1: it hits just looped it up
0: sometimes that's all you gotta do <laughs> just loop it up
1: i've had i've had shit in my catalog that's just loops that just worked and shit that was chops and worked and i swear mm. I try to to fight that urge to feel like I gotta chop the fuck out of something so I can feel like I'm working. Right? Why? Yeah. These musicians went their whole career and, and to master their instruments to play this perfect piece of music, and I'm just <laughs> right. gonna mangle it up and chop it and make right. it sound all non musical mm. just so I can say, "Yo, I really freaked that." No, I'm just gonna rap over that shit because. Right. <laughs> That shit is dope. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, and and I wouldn't have wanted to sample it if it wasn't dope. Right. So that's that's all I need. Yeah. You know, and I'm gonna get shit. Man, fuck that.
0: Yeah. Fuck that. I got so many dope samples that I'm just like, yo, I'm just gonna rap over
1: that. That's all you Or gotta somebody do.
0: need to rap over that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, man. Hey. <laughs> You know, to segue into this week's topic, I mean, super duty, because we do have a a podcast to record here. Yes, we do. And it's kind of about this topic, which is how to know when things are done. Yeah. This week, we're talking about how to know when things are done. This is a question we often ask ourselves. And I feel like somebody asked us this along the way. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. So if you've sent me this topic on Twitter, my bad. Um, But thank you for suggesting it. But it's something that I've been thinking about for a while. Mm -hmm. Ways and rules that you can apply to what you do that will allow you to know when it's done. Especially you just finishing your record. Yeah, or if you think you're finishing it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to finish my record. Or maybe you're
1: finished and you don't know you're finished. Because you haven't applied these rules. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna hit you with these tenets, man. The tenets of knowing when you're done. You know, the most honorable printificence is gonna come down From the mountains with the tablets with these commandments on them, and I'm gonna bless y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna bless y'all with these words and scriptures. You know, and uh we'll we'll be right back. <laughs>
2: Now listening to Super Duty Tough Work With your host, Blueprint Raw and uncut Adult conversations No shucking, no jobbing, and no bullshit right. yeah Back in the place Oh
1: man,
0: how do we do it? I don't know, it's a gift Man how It's we- innate
1: it's innate. It's on DNA. It's going to be in the next generation's DNA. Hey man. You know what I'm saying? Your kids is going to be like, "Damn, I have the urge to podcast. I don't know where this came from." <laughs> Yo, I have the urge <laughs> to get a to get a handheld <laughs> yeah, recorder. Mm, something's drawing me to the Zoom H6 <laughs> handheld recorder and microphone. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my ancestors yeah. were podcasters. <laughs> So, yeah, how to know when things are done, man. We got rules we're going to share with y'all. And uh, these are deep rules that we have applied and some we have not. But, you know, we think they'll help you a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, the number one to get this started, how you know when something is done, is when you know that you've given it everything that you have. Yeah. Effort has to be included. In the creative process, yeah. sometimes we just look at results. You know, results are the destination, effort is the journey. As long as you focus solely on the results, the destination, you're going to continue to move the destination. <laughs> yeah. The destination will get further and further because you have lost track of how far you've come. Mm-hmm the journey is just as important as the destination y'all so never lose sight of the journey and the journey means that you keep track of how much work you've put in Yeah, you know that you've walked miles and miles to get to this location and when you know how far you've walked then it's easier to sleep at night knowing that you gave it everything that you had. Yeah, because you don't feel like nothing's missing. Right. You don't feel like
0: there's you know, if I just would have woke up a C- little earlier. shoulda, would Yeah, like you feel like, yo, yeah. that's it. That's all I have for that. All I
1: have. Yeah. If creativity is a towel, you gotta wring that motherfucker
0: out. Yeah, till it's dry.
1: Till it's dry. If it's a sponge, you gotta wring it out. That's all it is. In every situation, maybe you wring out the towel and this thing is not what you thought it would be. Right. you still should have no regrets mm-hmm. because you know that you gave everything and when you know you gave everything you can say you know what this song's done. done yeah. this painting is done yeah. this app is done I've poured out everything that I have every resource that I had around me I took advantage of and now I can say it is what it is it's done it's time to move into the next phase of creativity straight up bars all day <laughs> <laughs> no last call. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's number one way to know that something is done. So we're going to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Number two way to know that something is done, and this is one that some people won't get, but I'm going to try to be thorough in my explanation of this. <laughs> something is done when nothing that you can add to it improves upon it anymore. Mm hmm. We look at creativity, there's two phases to me to creativity, one is the brainstorming phase where we're taking everything that we have, all these ideas and we're just throwing them at the paper. You can look at that as like the rough draft phase. Right. Most writing coaches will tell you to not edit when you write. I mean, not not really edit, but just get all the thoughts on paper. Yeah. They may not be structurally together, they may not be grammatically correct, but just write, get it all out, right? And what you wanna do that for is because you ultimately want to get everything out. That's phase one. But phase two is the edit. Yeah, and the structure. The structure. And you tighten that shit up. You take all those ideas and you just work on them and you chisel them down into something that's way more presentable. The same thing goes with knowing when something is done. There's a lot of temptation when we create things to go back into the adding brainstorming phase. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, this is, let me just add this, you know what I'm saying? Let me add this other song, this other other beat, this interlude. Yeah, maybe that'll make it better. But you gotta ask yourself, like, when is this thing you're creating at its most powerful? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times, that deals with minimalism. Less is more, from the most successful pop song to the most successful uh, team on a basketball court, all of them have mastered doing simple things. Yeah, You know what I mean? Oh, we're just good at ball movement. That's not no crazy alien concept, but the Golden State Warriors have taken ball movement to a <laughs> level that no one else can do. Right, right. right. We just, we're great at passing. Yep. An article came out the other day that uh, a guy Zero Star sent me where they talk about, as long as they get 300 passes, they win every game. That's crazy. They statistically yeah. 300 bastard magic number. Yeah. If they do less than that, they lose. Yeah. So passing, it's a simple concept.
0: It's one of the things you learn when you first pick up a basketball <sighs> if you play
1: anywhere, you know, organized. Right. Passing. If people do all this stuff, man. We gotta run 20 pick and rolls. Yeah. No, man, you don't.
0: Nah. Now pass they, the ball.
1: Yeah, just pass the ball. yeah You keep passing that thing, everything gets easier. Mm. That's how music is. When you start adding more and more to it, an art in general, you start to to hurt the simplicity that made it effective Mm -hmm. and within that simple thing you can you can achieve levels of mastery within that concept and so you got to know when i do songs sometimes i'll go through a phase after i've done them and i'll think man you know what this is too simple
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: i've done that every single beat i've done like soul alive is the perfect example of that Mm -hmm. the demos of that all had way more shit going on in them (laughs) way more elaborate drums way more shit going on during the chorus Mm -hmm. but then about a year before i finished it i realized like yo this shit don't make it better Mm -hmm. and so i started taking shit out and i realized that the less stuff i had going on it brought more attention to the song and shit itself. And if you listen to the song, there's really only two things going on in it. Yeah. It's a bass line, and then there's like this sound that goes on on the chorus. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> That's it. It's three instruments. It's yeah. a bass line, the chorus sound, and my vocal. Mm-hmm. And the shit works, dog. Yeah. It's simple. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 not a simple concept to most people right. because they're thinking you got to have a million things going on, but yeah. no.
0: It's, it's so hard to, it's more difficult to, to cre- create something that's simple that's amazing than it is to create something that's complex that's amazing. Yes, Complexity automatically puts it in a different realm because it is complex, but the simplicity of art, the simplicity of things, it takes things to a whole nother level. That's one of the things that I've been really working on with my writing is trying to do, trying to say more with less. Yes. Trying to say more with less words. Trying to make songs shorter. Yes. Getting my point across quicker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Welcome to the club, bro. <laughs> yeah, because the... Sim- yeah, that's the sim- my thing right there. The simplicity, <laughs> the simplicity of... Because it's, it's a lot of songs Songs that you've done Songs that a lot of cats have done Where it's like It's two minutes But it's like One of the illest songs I've ever heard Yes You know Or a minute and a half And it's just a verse A beat And it might just be some fucking drums and somebody singing or rapping over it, and it's just the drums, just the right amount of reverb on their voice, and that's it. And the shit is beautiful. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, so I've been I've been personally working on that kind of thing with my own production and with my songwriting, and not trying to be so complicated, not trying to use so many words. Yes, you know, but just saying
1: more right with less, and it makes it things so much more powerful. Yep, and and so that's like that's number two. It's like when nothing you can add improves upon it so like people think that they need you know 25 fucking syllables or 100 fucking syllables per bar Mm -hmm. to to get their point across well if i just had more words it's really it's different it's like what's more powerful a thousand word essay Mm -hmm. or one paragraph summary of that essay right the summary of the essay is like yep i got it cool you don't gotta read a thousand fucking words to get this shit Mm -hmm. same thing applies to art and you know it's done, when adding shit to it doesn't make it better. That's rule number two. (coughs) Bless you. Excuse me. All right. Rule number three Mm -hmm. on how to know when something is done. And this flows with rule number two. And rule number three is that you know something is done when taking something away from it makes it less powerful. Yeah. Same rule kind of in reverse. So let's say we look at So Alive for example, I'd taken so many things out of it that by the time I got to the end it was drum break, bass line, chorus, little synth. Mm-hmm. If I took that chorus synth out, I'm like, you know what? Chorus just don't hit like it used to. Yeah, yeah. It just ain't banging like it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put that chorus back there. Okay, yeah, we back. This shit banging again. <laughs> right, yep. Right. That's it. You know, or, or, or I would do shit like, yeah, man, you know, um, let me let me take off let me add these harmonies. And you might add harmonies on the chorus. Shit I was doing earlier. Yeah. And then I would take them out and be like, Nope. Yep. Harmony's back in. Yep. Still banging. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like when you there's certain things you have to leave there mm-hmm. and you know that once you've got to there where it's like, you know, you're like, okay, well, if I keep adding to this shit, it's not making it better. Right. And then if I take the shit away, it makes it less powerful. That's when you've got the perfect balance of elements in whatever it is you're creating. Mm-hmm. Because you have to always think about Everything you add should either improve upon it or make it, you know, it should improve upon it, whether that's through addition or subtraction. Right. Yeah. And so something is done when you reach that point where you're like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I've went through. I've tried my hardest. I've tried to fucking add shit. It don't improvement. It. Mm-hmm. it don't improve it. And now from what's left in it, I've tried to take away and that don't make it better. Yeah that's it dog yeah you're done
0: yeah i'm learning this shit with my production and with editing photos all of that yeah. stuff you know because you can add shit when you're editing photos adding color yes. adding saturation yes at taking away contrast yes. all of that shit and just learning like okay there has to be a fine balance yes of, you know if i take this one last thing away oh yep not as strong <laughs> no you know so let me add this little set th- up oh, too much, <laughs> yeah. Too
1: much effects, yeah. Right, right. Doesn't look human anymore, <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. And 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 every like you're saying with pictures, it's a great example because pictures have a story to tell, mm-hmm. and so like the story, the framing allows you to tell a story with one photograph, right. and so it's kind of the same concept. Like, how do you tell the story of this photo without, you know, what I'm saying showing too much or showing too little? Mm-hmm. Like, you show somebody, you know, somebody might be sitting. You know, on a or maybe you show somebody's head and they look sad. All right. You don't know what it is, right? But if they open the photo up and show you what's behind them, mm-hmm. now you have a story Or being what they're told. looking at. Or. Yeah, what they're looking at. What's making them sad, that's a story. But mm-hmm. a man crying is not a story. All right. When you know what they're crying about, now that's a story. But it's a fine balance because you don't want to give too much away. All right. And you may decide that you know what the detail of this person's face. Is enough. That's enough. Yeah. You don't need to show anything that's going is on. Their face is so behind. interesting. Right. It's that so it interesting. It tells a story in, in its own. Right. That's yeah. enough. And so, yeah, that's number three. Yeah. So, we'll take a break. For those who don't know, me and DJ Detox will be heading out on the Two-Headed Monster Tour, which will be running from May 25th through August 6th visiting over 50 cities i'm not sure where you live but chances are we will be bringing this tour to your city here are the dates and cities we've got confirmed so far may 25th columbus ohio may 26th, dayton ohio may 31st nelsonville ohio june 1st asheville north carolina june 2nd boone north carolina june 3rd raleigh north carolina june 4th charlotte north carolina june 5th columbia south carolina june 6th atlanta georgia june 7th Dunedin, Florida, June 8th, Cape Coral, Florida, June 9th, Orlando, Florida, June 10th, Jacksonville, Florida, June 12th, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, June 13th, New Orleans, Louisiana, June 14th, Houston, Texas, June 15th, Austin, Texas, June 16th, San Antonio, Texas, June 17th, Dallas, Texas, June 19th, Santa Fe, New Mexico, June 20th, Flagstaff, Arizona, June 21st, Las Vegas, Nevada, June 23rd, Santa Cruz, California, June 24th, Berkeley, California, June 26th, Stockton, California, June 27th, Sacramento, California, June 28th, State Line, Nevada, or Lake Tahoe, June 29th, Salt Lake City, Utah, June 30th, Idaho Falls, Idaho, July 1st, Boise, Idaho, July 2nd, Portland, Oregon, July 3rd, Bend, Oregon, July 4th, Hood River, Oregon, July 5th, Seattle, Washington, July 6th, Spokane, Washington. July 7th, Nelson, BC. July 8th, Calgary, Alberta. July 10th, Great Falls, Montana. July 12th, Denver, Colorado. July 13th, Tulsa, Oklahoma. July 14th, Kansas City, Missouri. July 15th, Lincoln, Nebraska. July 16th, Columbia, Missouri. July 17th, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. July 18th, Traverse City, Michigan. July 19th, Ann Arbor, Michigan. July 20th, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. July 21st, Minneapolis, Minnesota. July 22nd, Duluth, Minnesota. July 26th, Evansville, Indiana. July 27th, back in Dayton, Ohio. July 28th, Columbus, Ohio at the 2x2 Fest. July 30th, Portland, Maine, July 31st, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There will be one more additional week that we're adding and some dates that we're adding right now, but right now, this is what we got confirmed. Uh, for more information or to buy tickets on these tour dates, please visit printmatic.net backslash tour dates. Again, that's printmatic.net backslash tour dates. If you listen to this podcast, come check out one of the shows and introduce yourself. I will see y'all there. Now back to the show we got you stuck off the realness the most infamous they heard of us official podcast murderers they know the rest (laughs) sing along if you're at home (laughs) oh man you know mad bullet points and such this week (laughs) just bullet points came out blasting blasting you know what i'm saying yeah so uh you know we got three down we got like six more to go and we're gonna come in with number four how to know when something's done how to know when something's done number four and this is very important Mm -hmm. number four way that you know that something is done is when you stop hearing or seeing ways to improve it yeah
0: and it's hard that that's hard for us as artists yes because as artists we're we're creative so we're trying to oh if i if i just do this if i just do this sometimes that one decibel ain't gonna change
1: shit <laughs> nah
0: you know what i'm saying you ain't even gonna be able to tell the difference yes if you added that one or two <laughs> more decibels of bass yeah you know or taking that little bit of reverb you're not gonna even notice yep. you know but so,
1: you gotta get to that point right yeah right so like when i'm mixing my own records i get to that point and yeah. that's when i'm like the mix is good.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> because
1: right. I can't fucking tell anymore. Mm-hmm. I have no more ideas about how to improve this mix. Mm-hmm. Because when you're when at the beginning of the process, you got a gang of ideas. Yeah. You know what? The fucking hi hat sound like trash. This sample ain't got no bass in it. Mm-hmm. I need to fucking to this shit and there's some bass in it. Uh, you know what? It's too slow. Let me speed it up 5 EPM, rewrap it. You know what? My vocal just ain't really cracking like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Let me make sure this shit's cutting through like a fucking knife. <laughs> like you got right. a whole But the further you get, Get in the process the Ooh. less ideas you have and that to me means that you're pretty much complete yeah you're you're pretty much there so don't look at it like when you run out of ideas that you're pretty much like oh well i'm stuck no you've actually completed the creative process yeah you're probably done yeah you're probably done yeah you know so like not having ideas when you went through all that shit, it's a good thing very good so so train yourself to to say look I'm actually done with this shit because I can't think of any fucking ways to do better right. and and again we also have to accept that sometimes just because you've ran out of ideas to improve upon something and it doesn't sound like you thought it would sound mm-hmm. that's not a bad thing no it's not what's important is to take that idea to creation you have to finish that idea number one so you can move on to the next thing yeah. but two so that you can learn the process of creation which Finishing is a very important part. Yeah, it's very important because you can't do anything else if you <laughs> till you finished. Yeah. So you know, that's number four. Yeah. Okay, number five way. Very to, important. Mm-hmm. To know how something is done. Number five is when people tell you it's done. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Speak on it, probably. I got
0: I got friends. Yeah, yeah. I got friends that gotta yo. It's been done for years, bruh.
1: <laughs> Put it out.
0: Man. Put it out. Stop Put playing. It out. Stop. Stop doing it. It's true, man. Man, I know people that's got records just sitting uh. on the shelf. Like, dog, it ain't ready yet. Man, come on, bruh.
1: Uh. Come on, it's been ready it's been ready it's been ready there's no perfect situation sometimes it's like waiting on that perfect situation paralyzes us yeah you have to and it's good though that for those people it's so important that they share their art with other people right because they'll fuck around and never put the shit out right you know what i'm saying like if it wasn't for people like you being like dog it's done (laughs) stop playing (laughs) could you imagine they would never talk themselves into putting it out yeah years and years would go by man so like you have to keep people around who know you well enough, who know what you do well enough, right, who can tell you when it's done. Yeah, you can't add anything else. Yeah. Stop tinkering with this shit.
0: <laughs> right. It sounds just like, this this is
1: mix 32. It sounds just like mix 10, <laughs> Right, right. What's the fucking difference? <laughs> is this the last mix? No, I'm still tinkering. No, man. Put the shit out. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like the the, the one or you're really. At that point, you're really tinkering with the last 2 to 3% of the song. Right. Like That's still not, it's not going to change anything. No, it's preference at that point. It's not like qualitatively better. Right. It's just a matter of preference. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? Does this hi-hat sound better than that hi-hat? Right. It's not, does this song sound better with a hi-hat? Right. You've <laughs> been decided that. Yeah, it's been at a hi-hat to yeah, the joke. It's been in there you 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 won that decision now you just backpedaling with this gotta find a perfect hi-hat decision yeah out of 200 hi-hats you're choosing from yeah pick a fucking hi-hat man and, and allow yourself to have friends family whatever the fuck enemies sometimes whoever the fuck can give you honest feedback about your music invo- or art whatever involve them into the process so they can tell you that the shit's done yes definitely that all right that was number five
0: mm-hmm.
1: man we moving right along on this move in number six way to tell if something is done when people tell you not to mess with it mm. people will tell you sometimes when you make some changes to some shit
2: yeah.
1: and you give someone a new version and they be like mm. nah bro <laughs> <laughs> what, happened to, what happened to the old what, right, right. what happened to the old joint I like this like s- the six months ago version yeah why you keep doing this to it <laughs> what is you doing to the song man why you keep redoing these vocals
0: yeah I've done that the
1: first take was really fire why you keep doing this shit like there's been cats we know who've done this shit what was the cat we knew who re-recorded his whole record <sighs> Lore 360. Oh uh, yeah. This was back in what, 99, uh, 2000? yeah, this was a long time ago. He had this pocket that he was on in 2000. And he changed that was- songs oh. and all that. Oh, man. He was one of the most incredible dudes for like a three year period, two three. He re-recorded all those songs for the next two or three years. Yeah. And they did not sound the same. No. He had totally lost the energy that was just on some one-of-a-kind, I've never heard nothing like this shit. Man. Yeah, because
0: once the album actually came out, super disappointing.
1: Yes, because it was not what we were hearing for years. (laughs) Right. And it wasn't, like, who he was during that period of time was so incredible. We Mm -hmm. felt he had to keep re-recording, and eventually three, four years go by. You're a different person. Your voice changes, Mm -hmm. how you think rap, your influences change. You want to be like your new influences. And you gotta be able to call it a fucking day, man. Yeah. And you need people to say stop. Yeah. I think I
0: still have the original uh, record on CD <laughs> somewhere.
1: I need to find that. Yeah. He, had some, he had some shit joints, man. I gotta dig up that tape. <sighs> he was one of my favorite rappers, man, for yeah. about two years. Yeah. There. For
0: a while, we was both like, "Yo,
1: yeah. <laughs> this guy is putting us to shame."
0: <laughs> yeah. He got bars. Yeah. Doing
1: things incredible, man. And so, you know, but again, this kind of goes with the last one, man, and, and, and what we're really suggesting is that don't be in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Don't be on an island with your creativity and think that you'll have all the answers. Sometimes we don't have all the answers, and ultimately, we're creating something that's for people anyway, right. so why not involve people earlier into the process right. so they can tell you when the process is done so you won't be ruining a good song doing the vocals 2,000 times you know not improving upon them at all right making them making worse. them worse yeah so that's number six mm-hmm. okay and this is number seven man this is one that is the realest 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 and i go through this all the time always the number seven <laughs> way to know when something is done is when you're sick of working on it yeah you're sick and tired of it it's either done or it's time to move on to something else <laughs> One straight or the two. up one or the two either way you're done you, <laughs> right. you need to put it down right you need to put it down right man i go i realize even with all my records i go through a period where i'm working on right after i'm done mixing them where i literally don't want to hear those records for a month or two oh, yeah and i won't touch them for like two or three months and during that two or three months that's when i decide whether i'm gonna put it out or something but i won't listen to it when i can revisit it after i've done that it sounds like okay, now right. I can listen to this like I could at the beginning, right? Right. But you have to get sick and tired of it. I think getting sick and tired of it is the byproduct of giving it your all. Yeah. If you haven't worked on something till you're tired of it, you really, really haven't dug deep into it. All right. You know what I'm saying? You're not really, really trying to find solutions to these creative problems if you're not exhausted. All right. Yeah. You got to go in yeah, all the way in.
0: You get tired. Like, yo, I'm sick of this fucking song. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing this beat. (laughs) I say that this so many times.
1: Yeah, definitely. This beat is annoying. (laughs) You knew it was dope when you made it. Right, right. But six months later, you're like, fuck this beat. Right, right. This fucking bass line. Fuck the whole thing. It's not even that dope. Why am I going through this? Why am I doing this This, to myself? This is trash. Let me just do another song. Why don't I just remix it? Mm. Remixing it, because then I wouldn't have to even try to figure out the the, the Rubik's Cube that is this song. (laughs) You know, the many variables and all the moving. This is what you think about, especially as a producer, you're really thinking about how to take all these moving parts and solve them. Uh-huh. And, and solve them in a way that keeps, that is true to the song's original spirit. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're gonna get sick and tired of that fucking piece of art. You're gonna fucking, your friends are gonna be like, yeah, that was, you no know it wasn't. <laughs> Don, that song is What happened to that song? No, no, you nope. don't wanna hear that. Nope. Hey man, can you play? No, I won't. <laughs> it <laughs> sucks. But then, Give yourself some time, come back, and then you'll have a fresh ear on the whole thing. Straight up. But you got to get sick, and you got to look at getting sick and tired of it. It's part of the process. Yeah, it's It's a good thing. Part of the process. Sometimes it's a good thing. Yeah, man. So uh, we'll take a break. To all the listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, this is Blueprint, here to announce that I have a brand new album titled Two-Headed Monster that will be available on May 22nd 2018 on Weightless Recordings. The album is produced entirely by yours truly and features guest appearances from a few people that I've wanted to collaborate with for a long time, like Slug of Atmosphere, AC Alone, Mr. Liff, Wordsworth, Superstition, and High Slow. Two-Headed Monster will be the first full-length album that I've released since we've been doing this podcast. So to everybody that listens to us every week and is inspired by or helped by what we do here, I'm asking you to support me and this podcast by pre-ordering your copy of the project right now on waitlist.net. As I like to say, spread the word about good music socially and support good music financially as usual we've got a few different pre-order packages for you to choose from whether that's the regular cd version or the deluxe cd package the regular lp or the deluxe lp package the regular mp3 or the deluxe mp3 package or the t-shirt package that comes with a t-shirt and a blueprint lapel pin something we've never done before with either the deluxe cd or the vinyl package whatever format you need We got you covered. And just so you know, there will only be 500 copies of the vinyl available and it will be clear vinyl this time. We've done red, we've done orange, we've done blue, and now we're doing clear vinyl. So don't sleep. All pre-orders will ship out to arrive on May 22nd, which is well in advance of the official release date. So if you're listening to this, head over to waitlist.net right now and order your copy. I'm really proud of this record and 100% confident that you're gonna dig it too. To recap, my new solo album, Two-Headed Monster, will be out May 22nd on Weightless Recordings and is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. Now back to the show. Okay. Yup. We are back again. Back in the building. Dropping jewels, knowledge bombs and whatnot. Hey. You don't. You know what I'm saying? Spraying you up. Spraying up the venue with bullet points. (laughs) Drive by bullet points. (laughs) (laughs) Full clip. You know? (laughs) Some griselda shit. Bullet points. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, man, we got two more left. Ways to know when things are done. How to know. The most perplexing question in the creative universe.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Number eight. Man, how to know when something is done? Is this is kind of a jump off from the last one. Yeah. But the way you know when something is done, number eight, is when you come back to it and it sounds great. Yeah, man, that's a great
0: feeling. Ooh, nothing. That's, like that's it. an awesome feeling. It's like yo, uh, I haven't listened to this in a couple months. Yeah. You just throw it on. It's like ooh. <laughs> <you> <laughs> like, like when scrunch, certain babe. things happen, when certain ooh. songs drop, then you like yeah. I'm nice.
1: Yeah. I'm nice. Because you forget. Right, right. You forget the little intricacies that you you put in it before you put it down. And you figure out, like, ooh, that bar right there was
0: crazy. (laughs) Right, 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 right. I wrote
1: that? Yeah. Mm. That's the best fucking feeling. Because you don't know the song yet. Mm -hmm. So it's like new to you. Yo, that's how you know it's done. The opposite side of that. Is if you're going through the process like we're talking about you're creating a lot you're giving your all you're taking a break you're trying to ask track you get that balance you take the break and you revisit it but if you revisit it and you hear a lot of holes in it yeah you're not done not done you're not done got a little more work to a little do. more work to do right so it's important to get that time to reflect because when we're in the in the cut deep in the trenches creating something it's like we're emotionally attached to it Mm -hmm. we like this thing for a lot of reasons first because we thought it would be dope but as you get into it you start falling into the details man and you got to back up sometime to have an honest conversation with yourself about the shit that you created straight up you know so you know when you when you revisit that shit and they give you the scrunch face yeah because it's different when you go to sleep you're like yeah this beat's tight
0: oh yeah of course every beat is tight usually <laughs> yeah. when you about to go to sleep it's like the last beat of the night oh shit was banging you wake up tomorrow nah
2: Yeah, this not so was tight. much this I, shit was horrible
1: I thought this was better than it was nah no way I, I ain't let nobody hear this
0: I did that like what the fuck was I thinking yeah where did I get
1: that sample from <laughs> I woke up to some shit earlier this week I was like good googly moogly, that shit is fire <laughs> when I went to sleep I was like yeah this is cool right. when I woke up I was like god damn I yeah. might have to write on this today this shit is so good yeah. it was like oh I made that yeah, but that's yeah the best, man yeah. you gotta go through that process yeah. so yeah now we got the last One, and this is real, yeah. This is a real humbling one right (laughs) here. This is the real, this is the real right (laughs) here because we we trick ourselves into thinking that we can just work on things forever, forever. But little do we know, Mm. things change, Mm. life changes, Mm. situations change, yeah. And we do not have an infinite amount of certain things to do it right. So, the number nine way to know that something is done. Is when you run out of time mm. or you run out of money. Straight up. Because I don't care who the fuck you are. Yeah. You can't just create all day. You're gonna uh. run out of one of those. Yeah,
0: sometimes somebody, especially, you know, don't be on a label. Oh, yeah. Because there's deadlines. Yes. Or your record will not come out. Facts. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Or you spending too much money. This shit is either done <laughs> yes.
1: or it's not coming out. Right, right. <laughs> So right.
0: you need to make a fucking decision.
1: <laughs> yes, you yeah. got to, man. Because sometimes, and it's it's sad to admit, but it's tr- it's true, it's real that yeah. we, no matter who we are, we have financial constraints, right. on what we do. Right. We can say, oh yeah, I'm just gonna create until it's done. Well, what happens if creating till it's done means that you no longer have a means of income?
0: Yeah. What if
1: your money slows down? What if you say, you know what? I could have said, yeah, I'm gonna go out here and fucking push this movie for another year, right? But I wasn't making money doing a movie like that to say that. Right. So I was under a financial constraint because it's like, dude, do you want to be broke doing this? Right. I'm done pushing the movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all. <laughs> New album coming out May 22nd. <laughs> Do <laughs> <in> no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. We had to switch gears, bro, because Straight the up. reality of it is, I didn't have enough time and money to do that shit forever. Right. You know, or I would have had to make another movie, mm-hmm. which takes more time, money, investment, and we're no different than the average person. I might do music full time, but every creative person has to deal with the time and money constraint. Hell yeah! If you're gonna put something out, then you you gotta pay for CDs.
0: Facts. You gotta, you know. You got to make sure the record is short enough so you don't have to get double vinyl because that's Come twice on. the expense. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? It's going to so cost you. It's going to cost you heavy. So there's certain things, t-shirts, yes. you know, just shipping alone.
1: Bro, did I tell you last week I spent $500 on boxes? Boxes for boxes? Week, boxes. Uh, <laughs> boxes of boxes. Like, it's it, the worst, It man. cost $100 to get them shipped. It's a, it's the worst. Though. I was like, you're... I'm paying for boxes that I'm going to ship out to other people. Right. I'm going to put stuff in these boxes and these boxes cost me $500, 600 The boxes are going to get thrown away <laughs> as soon as they get right, to no the one residence. Right, no cares about the boxes. <laughs> no saving them fucking boxes, man. <laughs> they ripping them boxes open. They're not even recycling them joints. They right. throwing them in the trash, regular trash. Thanks, Blue Frank. This shit's dope. Box gone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey man, that's the worst. I hate, I hate ordering the supplies. Yes, for to put records out. Not uh, even the records. Like I love the getting bubble the wrap. Yeah, the bubble wrap. Very expensive. You know, just extra printer paper the, for invoices. Oh, uh, the cushioning. Yeah, the stuff. cushion. Oh man, all that shit. The bruh. boxes for the vinyl.
1: Ten rolls of motherfucking packing tape, <sighs> which I will use all of them. Ten yeah, rolls. Yeah, bro. Shit is real. Fifty dollars of packing tape. <laughs> How about printer ink? Can we talk about printer ink? (laughs) Dog, come on, man. They're killing me, man. They're bending me over with the printer (laughs) ink right now. <laughs> what kind of printer you got? I got a regular HP, but you know uh, you printing these fucking these oh, labels, yeah. printing labels. It's like forty dollars yeah. a, a cartridge. Yeah, I just dropped fifty on one other day. Mm, God up. forbid you want colors. That's just the black cartridge, right. mind you. <laughs> right, right. I'm gonna eventually run out of the black and have to buy the other colors. Yeah, you're going seventy. Yes, going 70. they're gonna Easy. hit me then. Easy. They know what it is. They <laughs> even though I'm only printing in black. Right. They're gonna make me buy the magenta. Right. The cyan. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up, man. Yeah. Multiple times. It's going to be $300, 400 in printer ink by the time this yeah. shit is all over again. You yeah, know, straight up. And so.
0: Yeah. Man. You run out of shit.
1: You run out of shit, man.
0: Resources.
1: Yeah. It's, it's limited, man. It's limited. We all got a breaking point. And I can sit around and say, yeah, man, just work too. It's good enough. Nah, fam. <laughs> <laughs> you make the shit good and when you run out of resources put that shit out hell yeah because <laughs> eventually you're going to run out of resources
0: yeah you're going to run out or you're going to be tired of spending money on the shit uh, that shit will make me mad
1: hell yeah like yo I'm tired of spending money on this like on this imagine project. studio time I could imagine right now it would be a nightmare oh, bro this, I'm so efficient that I I could imagine being on a clock it would make me nervous and shit mm. but it's, it's a it's a real thing man so like if you're creating out there Understand, man, like there's a balance to be kept, man. You have to finish things, and finishing things is a byproduct of your resources, you know, financial, Mm -hmm. social resources, Uh and your resourcefulness, how Uh creative you are. You gotta balance your resources and your resourcefulness, man, because at the end of the day, you're gonna run out of resources, and hopefully you've been as resourceful As possible (laughs) to make sure that whatever you gotta release to the public is the best you could do. Hell yeah. Because and and that you can be proud to say, you know what, I could have taken this further, but this is really dope. Yeah, I'm glad I did what I did. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't add something or take something away. Right. Right, man. So that's that's it. That's That's number nine. These are, you know, the nine ways to know when something is done. And uh read these back. Number one is when you've when you know you've given it everything that you have number two when nothing you can add to it improves it anymore number three when taking anything away from it makes it less powerful Mm -hmm. number four when you stop hearing seeing ways to improve upon it number five when people tell you it's done, right. listen, listen, listen. Number six, when people tell you not to mess with it. Do not make any more changes to this fucking song, dog. Put it out. Number seven, when you're sick and tired <laughs> of working on it. Right. Number eight, when you come back to it and it sounds magnifical, beautiful. And number nine, when you run out of time or money yes sir resources gone so yeah that is how to know when something is done you've been listening to the most infamous podcast on planet earth earth carrying the torch i mean dropping jewels helping artists you know as we say you know support financially spread the word socially Mm -hmm. continue to do that continue to hit us with them itunes things five of them (laughs) things the highest ratings you know and uh let us know what y'all think on soundcloud and we'll see y'all next week word Peace. peace thank you for listening to super duty
2: tough work